you're both on the same page, and she'll know that you've already done your homework in trying to become a happier person. I don't recommend looking for a medical remedy for unhappiness, one that focuses on prescribed medication. There is no known pill that will create a sense of enduring happiness, only ones that treat some of the obstacles to happiness, such as depression. Finally, if you've been diagnosed with clinical depression, you owe it to yourself to get help. For more information on depression, check out Depression for Dummies by Laura L. Smith, Ph.D., and Charles H. Elliott, Ph.D., Wiley. Psychiatrist Avery Weissman, in his wonderful book, The Coping Capacity, published by Human Sciences Press, lists 15 commonly used coping strategies, including laugh it off, change the emotional tone. That's right. When you're frustrated and you're having trouble solving some problem that confronts you, what you need is a good laugh. Laughter unfreezes a stuck brain. Think of humor as a lubricant that allows the wheels, your thought processes, to once again move toward a solution. The mechanism that underlies effective problem-solving is creativity, which is your brain's ability to come up with novel, unique answers to life's many challenges. In the 10 years that I ran an outpatient rehabilitation program for chronic pain sufferers, one of the things that made our program more effective than most medically-oriented programs was the fact that we went out of our way to create a positive environment for our clients. The four-hour-a-day, five-week experience we offered our clients was about much more than shots and pills. Getting people who experience pain 24-7 to lighten up and laugh is no easy task, I can assure you. But in the end, I'm convinced that laughter is the best painkiller on the market. Typically, within only a couple of days, strangers whose only common link was their ongoing pain began to smile, giggle, tease one another, and, for the first time in years, exhibit a sense of hope and optimism. Suddenly, those who had steadfastly resisted engaging in any type of physical reconditioning were willing to tackle the treadmill, floor exercises, and exercise bike. In group discussions, Patients were able to come up with creative solutions of how to live with pain, whereas before they could only envision a lifetime of misery and disability. They began to move about more freely, walking faster, limping less, and showing more signs of stamina. Pain management was now a possibility that they embraced rather than ran from. The same chemicals that facilitate pain relief, often referred to as the body's own painkillers, also underlie feelings of pleasure, joy, and contentment. Those chemicals are called endorphins, and they have an opiate-like effect on a person's mental and emotional states. The so-called runner's high is an example of endorphins at work, suppressing the pain that would naturally come from long-distance running. In addition to exercise, activities that turn the brain on to endorphins include all forms of creative activity, competitive pursuits, as long as you don't get angry, fellowship with others, prayer, healthy sexual encounters, and being surrounded by things of beauty. Positive emotions build the following resources. Physical resources. People are more playful when they're happy. They're interested in golf, tennis, marathon running, pickup basketball games, adult softball leagues, scuba diving, and water skiing. Happy people are more likely to exercise on a regular basis. Part of this comes from the higher self-esteem seen in happy people. In short, happiness translates into physical fitness, stronger muscles, 
improved heart-lung function, and increased flexibility. This relationship between happiness and physical resources explains, in large part, why the baby boomer generation is expected to live longer and healthier than preceding generations. As a group, they've been happier and more physically active throughout their lives, and they have no intention of changing any of that, even after retirement. The next time you feel really happy, think about signing up at a local gym. That's where all the other happy people are. Intellectual Resources People learn better when they're in a positive frame of mind. I once attended a workshop conducted by Patch Adams, the controversial physician who believes that positive emotions have the power to heal. What was unusual about this workshop was having my nose painted red by one of his assistants, who was dressed as a clown at the beginning of the afternoon seminar. He didn't ask my permission and just did it. And you know what? The workshop was one of the best learning experiences.